Welcome to episode 14 of Article 23, your podcast all about work. James Hancock here, and as always, I'm joined by Rhonda Brighton Hall. Hi, great to be here. I, now, I can hear a siren coming. It's I can like hear a, a siren coming. I feel up. like it's telling us that this is an emergency recording <laughs> of this. And I'll start with the apology um, on that. We normally record this like clockwork every week. We this do. week, we are a couple of days late. We had to simply find a time we were both in the same city in the same office together. Yes. And we found that now. We did. And the alarm has subsided. It has subsided. Is, the emergency is over. Which is awesome. So look, from last week's episode all about diversity and inclusion, this week we're going to talk all about bullying and specifically what to do about it. Let's kick off, Rhonda. Um, thank you. And I'm really excited to talk about bullying because even though it's a very serious topic, it is a topic we know really well. Yeah. There wouldn't be a week go by without someone calling us to give us give them a hand with this issue. But before we talk about bullying, I wanted us to start with some serious inspiration. So last week, I was very fortunate to be able to open the 2019 RE Diversity Inclusion National Conference. It is an absolutely awesome conference to showcase of yeah. the best people working in this field in the country, as it always is. Lots of amazing speakers. Yeah, I loved it. Got to attend as well. And I think you, Rhonda, got to meet one of your heroes. I got I to see did. you speak, <laughs> Kurt Fernley. I did. And I was <laughs> totally uncool and super gushy as you knew I would be. Yeah. I He's... think that's okay with Kurt. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> He's just such an amazing person. He's not only this elite athlete and obviously yeah. gold medal winning athlete, yeah. but he's also a great leader and just a really good human being. The work he's mm. doing is amazing. His stories are so real and so raw. He's so honest, authentic. He's just seriously inspiring and he yeah. always makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I loved, and I think absolutely down to earth when he handed a couple of his a couple of his many um, <laughs> medals, uh, medals yeah. around. How and, cool was that? And some of the stories behind those are just fantastic. And he and he shared a little bit. Another one you got to um, do, and probably almost as equally as gushing for, was the an interview with Alan Joyce, Qantas CEO. Yeah, that was an amazing honor because he's yeah. um, an amazing human being as well. We're saying yeah. amazing a lot, but um, he's <laughs> as awesome as her, as Kurt now. He's also fantastically down to earth, such mm. a successful CEO, running Absolutely. a massive Australian iconic company and doing a brilliant job at that. But when you meet him, it's so real and so much fun. I mean, it's just a delight to be around. Yeah. And he just took questions and answered whatever people threw at him. He was really open mm. and obviously a fantastic advocate for all areas of DNI, but particularly LGBTI. Um, and has been a real thinker and mover behind that space as well. It was an honour yeah. to be in the same room with him, let alone interviewing. Yeah, and I thought both in the interview were just calm, considered and thoughtful. And that yes. was really cool through some of the hard questions. It so, is really yeah. cool because you, you do get to meet some senior people and they can mm. be a bit arsy. So both of those people will <laughs> lift up to everything I hoped they would be. <laughs> but that's not who I wanted to talk about. Yeah. The person yeah. I wanted to talk about and the story I wanted to talk about was actually a story that you got to see up close yeah, and personal. It was, amazing. Yeah. It was just amazing. I, over to you. Yeah, over look, to you. So there was uh, a range of presentations, a, raise, a range of case studies um, as part of the conference. There were a couple from um, Due to Be Together from Parks Victoria with Rebecca Quinn and then also um, Uniting Care was going to talk about a disability action plan and a range of initiatives and fantastic oh, results that were in place. Their work in that space is phenomenal. Unbelievable and uh, you know, award-winning. Um, and so they were due to have Jade Strongman, a gent, um, uh, a gent in a wheelchair, um, present with his boss in this space, so um, Karina Clark as well. And something went wrong when trying to get Jade onto the stage. Uh, in the wheelchair lift? In the wheelchair lift. Didn't work. Got stuck there. And look, just 
calm, considerate as well, and the show must go on, basically. And he gave an amazing account from the side of the stage along with Karina. On the wheelchair lift. On the wheelchair lift. Was poised, perfect, brilliant, and, uh, you know, kind of had a laugh in some ways at it, uh, about it in the end. And I just think it was fantastic that he got to do that. And, uh, you know, as equally as inspiring as the other two people we mentioned earlier. So, so the technology and the engineering of wheelchair lifts is an awfully long way to go but the human spirit resilience and amazing inspiration is still alive and well totally agree mm. after the conference we actually had a chance to talk to people and i know jade stayed around so did karina so yeah i think we've got a, a photo of jade so we're going to pop him up on our yeah, website that. so that he can become as famous as as kurt fernley and alan joyce <laughs> let's do it that sounds so a new so one cool. of our heroes a new hero for a, new, us. a new hero can come from many places so look with, with that um, out, of the, uh, out of the way, let's go into talk about bullying. We said we would. What is bullying, Rhonda? So, start with what bullying is. Yeah. But the reason we know so much about it is firstly that we've worked on this topic for years and we're determined to change the conversation around bullying so people understand it more yeah. and can appreciate the devastating and lifelong impact of when a person is bullied because it is not an academic discussion it's not a no. legal discussion it's a deeply human one yeah and we need better ways to address it so that's been our work but secondly based on that work there wouldn't be a week go by when someone doesn't call us and say they're being bullied or they're running a company when someone's being has claimed bullying yeah. and need to know what to do and they ring us to investigate it sure and determine whether it's bullying but more importantly they want what everybody wants they want the bullying to stop if it's happening and also, they want to resolve the issue if it's not bullying so people can get back to work in a really good way. So, what is bullying? Now, mm -hmm. we have to go to the Fair Work Bible yeah, on this absolutely. one. absolutely. Although Works Up Australian, everybody uses the same definition. Yeah. A person is bullied at work if a person or group of people repeatedly act unreasonably towards them or a group of workers and the behaviour creates a risk to their health and safety. Yeah. So tell us what's included in that technical definition, James. Yeah, absolutely. There's a whole list of things, things like gossiping, undermining, belittling people in front of others, particularly when you're a manager or higher in the hierarchy, pressuring someone to behave inappropriately, excluding someone from work-related events or activities, including social events, and unreasonable work demands or conversations about those work demands. Yeah, so it, it is a long list, Yeah, that's, right? Yeah, and, and that's where people get caught up in the pedantics of language. Yes. But that list is actually pretty clear. Like, if I was going to do any of those things, the only times you'd do that is if you wanted someone else to feel small or irrelevant or lose all hope. Like, that's mm. that's not behaviour you would do with someone that you cared about or someone no. that you respected or a colleague that you wanted to work properly with. Like, that, it's poor behaviour, and yep. we know it when we see it. Yep. And there's obviously significant impact through all of that. Yeah, there's really bad impacts. And I think we're just starting to understand this um, over time, but it's it's wicked and it can be lifelong. And when you get people being all academic about bullying, yeah. arguing little words and definitions and the law and everything else, yeah. um, or tell people to toughen up because they deal with it really well if it happened to them because they're so cool, yeah. um, I always ask just one question. That's, have you or anyone close to you ever been bullied? Because yeah. <laughs> if that's happened to you or someone close to you, you are not academic about it anymore. You know no. the impact and, and you, you get it. And that impact includes things like anxiety, depression, gross loss of personal self-confidence and professional confidence, yep. second-guessing themselves, not feeling they can contribute properly because they're nervous all the time, um, and taking often all that pain goes home with them, as it does, we always take our work home in our heart a bit with us, yeah, and taking it home, starting to lose sleep, fighting with their partner or family, and so it also starts to impact that. 
you've then got extreme cases of things like self-medication yep. um, and that's it just becomes an incredibly sad situation yeah. and the longer it goes on the worse it can be um, so that's how it works works and that's how bad it can hurt yeah um, so what do we do when it happens to us James yeah look I think first of all know that it's not about you bullying is a pattern of behavior or a way of coming at the world for some people it's not a reaction to a specific person or not a reaction to you and that means you can't win a bully over and you can't talk a bully into being kinder. I know. It's just not in their way and, of being. And how many times have we heard that when you're talking to someone, you're going, I, I'm always, I always get on with everybody. I'm just going to win them over. Yeah. So you can't do that. What no. can you do? So you need to recognize it. You need to know what's happening, that it isn't just you imagining things, that it's actually real. Hmm. You do need to speak to someone. someone who can coach you and help you find a calm voice to call it out or to talk to the person and say hey the way you're treating me is not okay here's what it looks like so you need to the behavior needs to be clear you need to be able to describe it and explain why it isn't okay with you like it might sound like a small thing that you shut Mm. me down every time I go to speak in a meeting but the fact is you've done it now six times and it really is making me not be part of the team yeah so that's sort of a really good example where you're trying to get your voice heard as you would as a normal team meeting and you can't and then if you can't get that to work so you've spoken to the person calmly you've made a time for them Mm -hmm. you've sat down you've said excuse me this is how this is feeling i'm sure that's not your intent so be open to the fact that they might not mean to do it although most bullies are pretty good at it yeah (laughs) and say i'm sure it's not your intent but this is what it looks like other people are noticing as well as myself this is why it isn't okay now if you speak up that calmly and it doesn't work or causes things to get worse which can happen there's always someone else you can go to so in big companies organizations government departments there's always someone who has this as a job and when we get to meet them and work with them they're almost always i I can only think of one example not they're almost always people who are fantastically good at this yes so they understand it. they can coach you and talk to you and if you're in a small company you might fear for your job a bit more because there's less places to go but by all means, do the same. Speak mm. up, explain the issue, and then start working on a plan B in the back story, yeah. though. So you've got to, it's very bad to stay working for a bully. And what you tend to find is, yeah, people stay there for far too long. Yeah, and we saw a really unfortunate case of that with the Cafe Vamp down, oh, yeah, that was the down in Hawthorne, Glen Ferry Road. So just a terrible workplace. It's some years ago now, but a terrible workplace for a young woman who ended up taking her own life yeah, after repeated bullying. sad. And, you know, we saw some um some nowhere near enough though justice served with fines and penalties for the cafe owner the employer and all of her colleagues were involved Um, and that was appropriate but it can't change that outcome and it and it you know arguably doesn't go long enough to stop or or swap out any of their behaviors um in that particular case with cafe vamp though as well it looked at bystanders so colleagues that see that going on and who choose to do nothing well, some of those in that case even helped, didn't they? So that was that's pretty right. wicked. Yeah, and right. so um, nothing or add to a really horrible situation is yeah, like the yeah. worst of bystanders. Exactly. Pretty ordinary colleagues too, I imagine. I really feel for it. But yeah. what might they have done if they were good colleagues? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that bystander colleague role is a critical one. We know that by a person, um, if they make a formal complaint, it's sometimes a year after it's actually started. Yeah, so you don't, you don't make a complaint so typically damaging. early, do you? Yeah, no, because I think people doubt themselves. They go, mm. it feels bad, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. And also almost, a, you know, that self-inflective look of, you know, is this really something that's bad or am I being, 
am I worrying about something that's small? But then no, it gets Will it be career limiting if I speak up? But yeah, really it just right. keeps building until that's it gets right. really bad. It snowballs out. So it's easy to see bullying when you're sitting beside it and watching. Here's what I guess the people in that case could have done. First one is support to the person. Yeah. First and foremost, always. Not alone. Not alone. Talk to them. Let them know you saw it too and empathize with them. Coach them on ways to say something. And I think that's the really important one. Um, that's hard. It's not always perfect. But I think even just having that help in that conversation makes a big difference. Yeah. And it's incredibly important if you're the family or the partner of that person that's, um, that's being bullied. Tell them, remind them of these things that it's not about them and help them understand what they're sitting in. Yeah. And, and perhaps you can, this is one people always want to do, speak yeah. up for people who can't find their voice. It's a tricky one though, isn't it? It is a tricky one because mm. you do have to be careful that you're not sidelining the person from their own life, like making them That's a bit right. of a victim and you need to protect and be heroic. Exactly. So you've got to be really careful that any voice you find for them yeah. is actually about giving them back their power and including them back in the situation. And there's an art to speaking up. Absolutely. And when we're working with people who do this really well and we, we coach them a bit is... When someone shut down in a meeting, you've got two ways. You can say, dude, you shut the person down, you're rude, you're a rude bastard and you should stop. Or yeah. you can be <laughs> a little bit more finesse because that's very um, combative. Yeah. You could say something like, actually, that, that was a great point that James just made. And I agree with his opinion on that one. Could yeah. we talk a bit more on it? So you're actually including them back into the conversation yeah. and giving them a voice, but you're yeah. having you're inviting other people to find a voice in that conversation too as opposed to isolating the person. There's an art to it, but it's a really good thing to do. Yeah, exactly, and elevating them makes a lot of sense. So I think you've got to make that person feel supported and publicly so without making um, the top topic about shutting or pushing down that bully, as you said. Um, a bystander can absolutely raise a bullying issue when they see it, um, and confidentially um, they can ask more senior leaders to do something as well. Yeah, and by far way. the most important thing you can do as a bystander or as a colleague is what James said first up, which is to support them, hear them, help them frame that it's not about them and that they're not crazy. Yeah. Um, and make them feel normal, appreciated, find a way to get humour into this appalling behaviour so that they don't feel personally affronted anymore by it or hurt. Yeah. Um, but if, because no amount sometimes of raising things will change anything, so just giving the person some people around them is a good start. Yep. And we could give thousands of examples of that. We're actually going to, but there's just too many. Yep. So just trust us that it always looks exactly the same. Yeah, totally agree. So look, I think that's a wrap for this week. It's a toe in the water on bullying. We have loads of information and support materials on this, whether you feel you've been bullied or whether someone has claimed bullying against you or within your business and you're charged with resolving it. You can find all of that information at www.moi.live. And there's a step-by-step -step how to deal with bullying. And like everything we do, you can see both sides. Yep, so if you've been bullied, or you have to deal with it. Next week, though, mm. we have a very special week coming up. It's Flexible Working Day next Wednesday. And we've been invited by Vanessa Manderhoek, who's the originator of this amazing movement all around Australia, yeah. to do a podcast on flexible work. So next Monday, yep. Article 23 will be all about flexible work. And we will be joined by one of the most amazing National work Flexible Workday ambassadors yeah. uh, and a, ve a very, very serious expert on this topic. Yep, sounds good. And we're also National Ambassadors for Flexible Workday ourselves. We are. We've been so, that way for a while. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it will be a lot of fun. You'll have three Flexible Workday ambassadors in the house. <laughs> That's awesome. Should be great fun. Look, so obviously tune in next week. You know how you can do that. Like us and subscribe to Article 23 on SoundCloud, iTunes or Spotify. It's your shortcut to never missing an episode. Thanks again and a big more from us. Bye. See you soon.